with a loot box free guarantee. It's the Life is Casual Gamers podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the LACG podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about quite a few things. One of them being video game censorship. Another, Sonic the Hedgehog and the live action film. And of course, the big one, Anthem. Everyone's been talking about it. That'll be covered throughout our weekly gaming news segment, Noob News, Geek Out, Freak Out, and Thoughts and Prayers. First, I want to give a little update as to last week's episode. I was talking about Far Cry and how I was planning on beating it. I didn't really get a chance to play it this past week, so even though I was addicted to it last week, finding the time has been a little bit difficult, so my opinion on the game hasn't changed. Hopefully, I can get in some time to play it this week and by next week, let you know if any thoughts on it change. Hopefully, I can beat it by next week. I did have some time to play Anthem, though, and Anthem has been an interesting experience. I'm going to go more in depth about Anthem on this week's Geek Out Freak Out, so I'll save a lot of it for that, but I do have to say that originally I went halves on it with my brother. We set up PlayStation Game Share, and I gave him $40, but yet this weekend I went to go and check my banking information, and I found that I got charged $80, and when I went to go and check what that $80 was for, I looked at my email and I noticed that, hey, I had actually been charged for playing Anthem. I downloaded Anthem and they charged me. No authorization had popped up and I thought, wow, this is weird. So today I actually reached out to Sony. I let them know the entire situation and I have to say, Sony, their customer service online in that little live chat was actually so good and it's so relieving and so refreshing to have a video game company that has actual customer service. I got refunded on the game, so this way I'm paying $40 for the game and not 120 because I already gave my brother 40 bucks for it. So I'm really happy with the customer service that Sony gave me. So thank you to Sony for that one. It's really nice. I've had some really bad experience dealing with the customer service with Epic Games a while ago and a few other companies. So it's nice in 2019 that you can reach out to customer service and they'll actually not only fix the problem that you're coming to them with, but actually respond to you. It feels like you're pulling teeth sometimes trying to get a hold of a customer service representative. All right, so like I said, we're going to be talking about Anthem and Sony and and all of that coming up in Geek Out, Freak Out. But now let's check in with what's happening in gaming news this week. It may still be winter, but we're getting warmed up to this summer's E3. We actually have the first two games that we'll be seeing at E3 announced. So get ready to see more from Halo Infinite and Cyberpunk 2077. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I haven't actually played a Halo game in years. But Cyberpunk 2077 looks amazing, and I really hope that they give us a release date. I'm really looking forward to playing that game. I hate knowing that a game is in the works, but not having any sort of rough estimate as to when the game will actually be released. We previously did have kind of a rough estimate, which was early 2019, but that hasn't happened yet, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get a full fall release date at E3. And speaking about E3 and Halo Infinite as well, Bonnie Ross spoke about Halo Infinite, calling it a spiritual reboot 
of the franchise. Ross says that they're going to put the whole thing together and the story is going to be incredibly important. So is the multiplayer. She also said that her team has discussed Battle Royale several times. She gave props to Apex Legends and said when it comes to Halo, they just want to do what's right for Halo, whether that is a Battle Royale or leaving out a Battle Royale. All right, honestly, if I have to put my money on it, Halo's getting a Battle Royale. Mark my words. You know why? Because it's 2019. If Tetris has a Battle Royale, Halo's getting one as well. And on the topic of Battle Royales, Fortnite got its Season 8 update. Anybody still play that? Hmm. Well, they're fighting to get back their player base from Apex Legends. For the update, they rolled out a new pinged feature. I wonder where they got that idea. Hmm. It's okay, Fortnite. You ruin PUBG. Apex will ruin you. And in a few months, something will ruin Apex. And then in a few years, we're going to remember the entire Battle Royale game mode like we do Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 as a late night high school gaming memory. It's all you'll ever be. This entire Battle Royale. It'll all be a memory. A fond one but just a memory. All right, you may be aware that your favorite hedgehog, Sonic, is getting a live-action movie. If you don't, now you do. (laughs) Well, some images have been leaked from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and they're not good. Not good at all. The internet has already turned it into a meme. That's how bad it is. They've brutalized the leaked images of Sonic. Poor Sonic. Honestly, Sonic was the first video game that I've ever played as a kid. The first video game ever. It's kind of the game that you can say started it all. It was on the Sega Genesis, so I have some strong, fond memories of Sonic. And as much as I hate to see them do him dirty with this live-action movie, I also don't really care. And you probably don't either. Let's be real here. You're never going to watch this movie. It's likely going to be a kiddie movie, and if you don't have kids, you're probably not going to watch it. If you do have kids, you might want to take them, see it, they get to watch a kiddie movie, you get to remember your childhood a bit, but unless you have a kid, yeah. I personally won't be watching this movie. I don't want to see them do Sonic Dirty. I also don't want to go and see a kiddie movie. I'm too old for that. (laughs) So they could do whatever they want with Sonic. Let's just stop pretending to get outraged over a kid's movie, all right? If you are going to be outraged about anything, though, this is the thing to be outraged at. Steam dropped their, I guess you can call it censorship policy, and now they're allowing any game on their platform, regardless of its content or what people may consider offensive. Okay, so that's not the offensive part. That's not the outrageous part, but... The developer just needs to clearly state what content is in their game. Doesn't sound too bad, right? I'm not really one for censorship, but, and it's a big but, because I like big butts and I cannot lie. Okay, seriously. But when it comes to troll content, Steam needs to review it. Get rid of it. Gamers are calling a game listed in Steam set to release in April called Rape Day, a troll game. It's a novel-type game where you play as a serial killer rapist. 
I checked it out on Steam. I went to the game page. It exists. It's real. The pictures were really graphic. I don't suggest going to look at it yourself. This has probably been the only time that I've ever supported censorship. Stuff like this should not be allowed on Steam. And how is this not illegal? How are you not towing the line of being illegal? If not towing the line, completely jumping over it. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. I'll be following this one closely and keeping you up to date. I think this is the one time I've actually been outraged because, I mean, Steam can be used by absolutely anyone anywhere. Okay, yeah, sure, they make you punch in your birthday to prove that you're over 18, but anyone under 18, hey, guess what? They can just scroll down and click any year that's over 18 years old. Half the time, I don't put in my birthday. I just scroll down. I click the year. I go January 1st, year, scroll down. Oh, yeah, today it's 1968. Tomorrow it's 1943, whatever. So it's just absolutely disgusting that the fact that a game like this is being allowed to be put on Steam. And hopefully Steam actually wakes up and says, okay, you know what? We'll make another tweak to this policy. Uh, Nothing absolutely blatantly illegal and disgusting. So sure. I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line on this, but not on something like Grand Theft Auto? Because I was just thinking, like, Grand Theft Auto has some pretty graphic scenes and, of course, some pretty graphic topics. But this is legit. I don't know. Where do you draw the line? I think this draws the line. I think this crosses the line, and then it walks another 10,000 kilometers. So hopefully they get rid of this game uh, and... Hopefully they put in some sort of policy where it's not necessarily censoring stuff, but at the same time, it's not allowing more copycat trolls like this to constantly flood the Steam market with just disgusting games like that. All right. Another thing that shouldn't be allowed is unfinished games. I know it's not really one thing to compare, but I needed a segue. Anthem, it is absolutely unfinished to the point where it's crashing consoles and EA says that they're aware of it. What they want you to do is submit a data report if your console crashes while playing Anthem, which is all fine and dandy and all good, but what happens if your system doesn't start back up? This publicity can actually kill a game. The fear of crashing a console? Wow. I've never... Had that fear. I've never even thought of that before. I'm a little bit hesitant to go back and play Anthem. I've experienced some glitches so far, but no system crashes. We're going to talk more about that in our next segment, Geek Out, Freak Out, talking about Anthem, which it's actually time for that now. Geek Out, Freak Out. Okay, so when it comes to Anthem, I'm sure you've heard the bad news, which is really disappointing in such a hyped-up game from such a huge publisher. But it's also not surprising that of all the publishers getting bad press right now, it's a familiar name, Electronic Arts. So I had a chance to play Anthem last week, and here's what I thought. So the gameplay is fun, but I would not play this game alone. It's It could be a little bit confusing navigating through the game, uh, but not just that. Playing solo, I couldn't imagine having much fun. The most fun I had was talking to him my brother while playing it and communicating and running around looking for stuff and shooting enemies, flying around, shooting enemies. That was great. The story's okay. 
I found myself skipping a lot of scenes because I kind of got a little bit bored. Each mission is short and kind of easy, but I'm a pretty casual gamer and I quite like easy. And I'm not going to lie, putting all of the bad reviews aside, I have had a lot of fun playing this game. And that's what games are all about, right? Find a friend, play the game, you'll have fun. It's as simple as that. But there is one thing that most people who criticize the game are right about. And oh boy, I didn't notice it in the first few hours because nothing really happened until about maybe hour three. That's when the glitches started coming in. And while my PS4 hasn't crashed while playing Anthem, my game definitely has. I've been booted out of games right at the end of a mission. And is that ever frustrating? I've also completed a mission, have gotten all of my XP, all of my drops, only to find out that the game doesn't register that the mission has been completed, resulting in having to replay that same mission that you just did. And go figure, it's always the boring or tedious missions that you don't want to redo. <laughs> Overall, though, it's almost like a Destiny-style game, and it's fun if you're playing with friends, but the glitches... Those need to be patched as soon as possible. What would I rate it as of right now? In my experience? I'm sorry. I got so hyped up for this game and it was a little bit disappointing. 5 out of 10. Is it worth buying at full price? Mm, no. But if these issues get patched quickly, if you find the game on sale, and if you have a friend to play the game with, then most definitely... It is worth getting. So there are my thoughts right now on Anthem. Things may change. We'll talk more about that in future episodes if they patch things up and start throwing in some DLCs and some additional content. We'll be talking about Anthem some more. So hopefully it gets better and it wasn't a complete and total waste of money. All right, that's it for Geek Out Freak Out. On to our last segment for today, Thoughts and Prayers. Thoughts and Prayers. My thoughts. How do game companies have the audacity to charge 80 bucks for an unfinished game to the degree of crashing consoles? That's some next level stuff. And my prayers? Well, I pray that we all get refunded for the game, they patch it all up, and it becomes a free to crash your console. <laughs> It'd be nice if it became a free to play game. All right, that is it for this week's episode of the LACG podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to subscribe, leave a comment, a review, and give the show a follow on social media if you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, you can always ask me on Twitter, and I'll answer them on the show as well. We'll be back with more gaming news and geek outs next week. Until then, good luck and have fun, you filthy casuals.